When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sports book, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOFD, you'll be all set when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOFD. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 or older and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, folks. Welcome to another episode of Film Study. This is Ken McCusick. Uh, Great topic today. Wide receivers, a very banged up core right now. And uh, Jamil Patterson is here to talk wide receivers with me. He's going to talk a little bit about what the Ravens might do with their current situation as as, uh, grim as it appears. Jamil, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How are you? Uh, No complaints, Uh, Jamil. This has been fun. I've been recording pods all day and and just talking football with some great new people. And I'm sure this is going to be a good one, too, based on our little production meeting here. Yes, sir. Why don't you set this up for us? Where do do you see the Ravens wide receivers right now? And where do you think is the place to start this discussion? Um, For me personally, uh, I would just go with the the injury to Rashad Bateman, our first round pick. Um, That was quite a blow. Um, But I don't want to. I don't want to just, you know, focus so much on his injury because I'm sure he'll be back. Um, but the stance for him, I really see him going um, on IR and missing those first three games of the season. So with him going on IR, that puts us at uh, Sammy Watkins, um, Hollywood, hopefully. I mean, he looks like he's good to go. He's doing a lot of running around, conditioning things at practice. So, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's a great point. I want to go back for, for, for a second to the putting on IR because this mm-hmm. is so critical yeah. for this unit is that the, the Ravens have are blessed with a number of veteran players making near the minimum salary. And examples are like McPhee, Schofield, if he makes the team, Levine. Um, there's, a, there's a couple others, too. But these are guys who they could have a wink, wink deal with to cut them. 
and then allow a player to be put on the roster, like, say, a Bateman who's not expected back in the first three games, yeah. put him on IR, and then re-sign your guy, Levine or, or uh, uh, whoever it might be, to the team uh, so that they can still stay on the team. The Ravens will make good use of this, I'm predicting, this this time around. But this, this wide receiver core, I mean, it, it's not hard to imagine. There might be several guys on yeah. the start of the year. Yeah, yeah. Um, I hope it's I, I truly hope it's not more than Bateman. Um, I've been hearing a little chatter about Miles. Um, I don't have him making the roster just because um, I just don't see where he would fit once Bateman is back, because once Bateman comes back, you have uh, you have still have Sammy, you have Hollywood, you have DuVernay. You have Tylen Wallace and you also have James Prochet. So I just personally don't see where Miles fit into that. But he could be um, he could be. I don't know if they even value him enough right now to stash him and, you know, just put it into his season. So I, I'm a little unsure with what it's they want. It's kind of too late in my in Miles Boykin's path to do that. In the yeah, year because they only yeah. have one year left. So exactly. The option value is not great enough. Exactly. They want that. But, you know, I, I'm going to take the counter argument to that for a second, because it's not that I don't agree with you that I think Boykin probably ends up being cut. Mm-hmm. But the other side of that is that Miles Boykin could end up be the only standing X receiver early in the in the season at some point and particularly if you bring guys back and then there's another injury mm-hmm. Bateman's injury is one that not only can linger but can recur so right. that, that has me very concerned about his whole rookie year at this point yeah yeah I, I agree I agree that's why like part of me and then it's it's part of me why I don't see is like okay I see him getting cut but then it's that part that's like well we do have a lot of injuries I don't see us going out to trade because there were a little bit of talks about Tim Patrick or whatever. It was a conversation that buzzed up about him, but I don't see us making a move um, because I do feel like we have, you know, guys right in, you know, in the locker room who can get the job done. Um, But Miles Boykins, he is one that I believe that if Bateman, depending on Bateman's injury, he'll probably still, he'll probably make the roster nine times out of 10 because he'll be the only receiver X receiver outside of Sammy who can also play that X position. In in the case of Bateman, too, I, I think people are a little bit optimistic, and I, I'd like to get your thoughts on this in terms of how soon he'll be back. I mean, obviously, right. it's a kind of injury that if you rush him back, you may have a recurrence. It may be a real problem. Mm-hmm. My over-under on when he comes back, I, I know people have heard September, and that's what they want the answer to be. Right. My, my guess is probably November 1st. November 1st? When he gets back, not September 25th or anything. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that'd be, that'd be ag- adding an extra five weeks. And I, I think Bateman's game is so much about sticking his foot in the ground and the hard cuts he needs to make that made him a great college receiver that I don't think they, they want to take a chance on him and bring him back too soon, potentially. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree uh, 100% because um, the one thing you don't, and that's why I love uh, about uh, Coach Harborough, what he does with the in, with the players who are, you know, sustaining these injuries, he gives them the proper time to rest and, you know, get back healthy. Like Hollywood with his hamstring, uh, I'm pretty sure people didn't expect him to be out this long. And he could very much well be able to, you know, play in the preseason game. He probably could have played last week, but Harborough's taking that safe route and, you know, preventing a, a lingering injury to come about. So I, I have to agree with you with the Bateman situation. I don't see him uh, 
it will be nice because he's um, already running, it looks like, um, based off of his IG story. He's moving around. Uh, so it will be it will be definitely a good a good sign if he was able to, you know, come back if possible. But if not, you know, I say bring him back when he's 100 percent and ready to go. I, I one thing I saw, I, I was there at the first day of camp mm-hmm. and I, he had a remarkable day of start and stop beating defensive backs. Now, mm-hmm. defensive backs, they might have been a little rusty, but the point of fact was I, the thing I want to see from receivers in camp is not that they can catch the ball thrown seven on seven where the ball's being dropped into a bucket because the defenders can't hammer them the way they would in the regular season. Yes. Those circumstances. It's can they cut and beat a defender by 10 yards? Yeah. Uh, you know, it, can they can they break back to the quarterback in a way that's so so precise that they that they have five, six, seven yards of separation? That's what I want to see. I want to see deception. And Hollywood had an incredible day of that. And then all of a sudden, the next day, he's hurt. Yeah. And it's, it's just such a bummer. But yeah. to, to your point, if he's really able to play, I imagine he'll be able to get back to that deception that we saw at day one. We could have a, he, he could really take a big leap forward this year. He can. He can. I have uh, high hopes for Hollywood Brown this season. I have a lot of high hopes for Hollywood. All right. Now, now, Hollywood has you know mostly been on the right boundary as a receiver for for his career. Mm-hmm. Do you see him moving anywhere else this year? Could he move to the slot, or would you see him kind of staying on the right side? Um, I definitely see him playing a lot more Z. Um, mm-hmm. Depending on Bateman when the, uh, when Bateman comes back, uh, whenever that is, I just. I don't see that effect in Hollywood's role as far as where he's lining up. I, I just think Hollywood's going to make a lot of his noise at the Z. I also do see him lining up in the slot. It's just depending on, you know, the, 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 the scheme or, you know, the play that's being drawn up because he's ran a couple crossers from the slot. So I can see him like depending on the route design for that or the route combination for that particular play I can see him lining up in the slot but I I feel like most of his work will come from the Z um yeah on the right side Uh, but I do see him playing a little slot this year now, we were joking a little bit about this on the show because Tylen Wallace, if you look at the heat maps of his mm-hmm. college production, almost every one of his targets is along that right sideline. Yeah. And almost every one. Yeah. And, you know, it's he had four targets in this last preseason game against the Panthers. So we're mm-hmm. recording this on the 25th. This is actually going to come out. It's going to come out before cuts, but it'll be after the third preseason game. So, okay. So, uh, but the uh, uh, Tylen Wallace, if he's going to always play that right sideline, it almost means Hollywood has to be somewhere else, or yeah. he's strictly a backup to Hollywood, which is also a possibility. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely a possibility that Tylen could be a backup, but I do see him bands though because we're having these, you know, these these injuries is <laughs> left and right. I can see Tylen maybe getting some action uh, because you know I don't want to shift away from those guys but Prochet is more so a a Y he's in the slot a lot more Uh, Duvernay is more of a Z uh, but I see him playing in the slot a little bit more than Hollywood and uh, Tyler Wallace Um, and then you know I don't know exactly what their goal is with Sammy as far as snaps and how much they want him to play Um, he's probably going to be the X starting off you know and he can also play in the Y so uh, Tyler Wallace could see some he could see some time but 
I think it's going to be limited for a couple of weeks, maybe, the, you know, the first couple of weeks. He probably, depending on how extensive Bateman's injury is, then you'll probably see Tylen Wallace start to, you know, because they're going to try to, mon you know, uh, monitor Sammy Watkins snaps and that could like bump somebody else over, you know, maybe Miles Boinkins is out there at the X, you know, so, yeah. I see. It would it would be a change. I mean, Boykin has has run most of his routes either on that left side or moving from left to right throughout his career in Baltimore. Yeah. But it would be a big change for Wallace to go over to that side. And and people, you know, receivers they, they don't fans don't always realize that they like to catch the ball over one shoulder. Usually, they like to have a fixed way they catch the ball, and it's yeah. pretty apparent from the way he was used yes. in college that, mm -hmm. that he likes that. Yeah, it's muscle memory. It's muscle memory, how you, you run routes. As a wide receiver, you run your routes one way. Once you learn how to run, it's like riding a bike. Once you learn how to do something one way, that's the way you learn how to do it. And it's kind of hard to just switch. That's why I always tell people um, about Hollywood. They they always uh, say, you know, let's put him in a slot. I'm like, you know, I know because he's fast, you guys, but... The slot receiver position is it's a lot more to it than just you being fast. You have to be physical because your you know linebackers are there and stuff like that. So, yeah, Tylen Wallace. Um, but you know, Tylen Wallace, I, I definitely can see him staying on that right side most most of the time. J Jamil, did you play some receiver growing up? I did, I did, and uh, corner, mainly corner, but I definitely played wide receiver. Okay, all right, mm -hmm. good. You have a good understanding of all these concepts. It's yeah. very impressive. Thank you. Um, so uh, what, what, did you have a way that you like to catch the football? Did you like to, to would you turn, would you make the 180 degree turn or catch it over your shoulder when it was on your non-favored side? Me, I'm more of a, on my favorite side guy. So I'm here, like this is, I'm right-handed. So I would like the ball to drop over my, over my right shoulder. Mm -hmm. So I was more of a, yeah. And if you, so if you're on the other side of the field and the ball came to you, would you not catch it off the opposite shoulder and instead turn your body to make that catch? No, so if it's coming, it, I have the ability to make the catch, but a lot of times I do a lot of, I, I did a lot of, um, I did a lot of body adjustments, so I would like turn my body a certain weird way because it was just a comfortable thing for me. So yeah, okay. yeah. All right, I'm, I'm always interested in hearing with with uh, from wide receivers how they yeah. caught the football. Chris Carter did a great job of explaining it once. About you know, he basically said, "Look, I have one shoulder; it's my favorite. I I would always turn <laughs> yeah eighty degrees if I needed to do Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I I understand. <laughs> I understand for sure. All right. Well, I, I, what other? I, I, let's talk about Crochet a minute yeah. because I think you know he's certainly been the camp darling. Where yes. are you on him? He has not produced in the preseason games. Mm -hmm. The Ravens also schematically are holding back the offense a little bit. Yes. Uh, w w what do you think? So for me, for Crochet, um, I'm also like I'm, I'm a little. I understand where a lot of people are coming from as far as they're a little, you know, antsy about his uh, preseason production. But then part of me understands. A lot of it has to do with, you know, the Ravens being pretty vanilla. They're not running a lot of plays. He, I mean, he he had uh, 17 snaps, um, at, you know, wide receiver snaps, and he only had two targets. So that clearly showed, that tells me one or two things. Um, they're either avoiding, you know, getting him involved, overly involved, because, because I don't know if they're trying to save him from possibly getting hurt or they're trying to hide him because he's like one of the many wide receivers that it's that's healthy right now so I don't know you know I'm but I have faith that he can do what he's doing in practice in the game I, I definitely do 
Okay, so there's, there's, I've, I've made this concern known. I'm not going to go over it every time, but mm-hmm. I promise. But maybe one last time here, since we're on a wide receiver show, mm-hmm. the, the rules of engagement are not the same in practice as they are when live fire. And so when Prochet did have really good practices against the Panthers, those would have been physical, hard-hitting practices, but they still have certain rules. You're not allowed to push a receiver in the back, for example. Mm -hmm. You're not allowed to go for the rib hit on a receiver, I don't believe, in the same Mm -hmm. way you would during the regular season. Uh, You're certainly not allowed to hit a receiver low. Nobody's allowed to be hit low in these practices. So. So, I, you know, since the rules of engagement are different, he doesn't ever face Marlon Humphrey-type baseball bat contact after the catch. I really question whether or not he's been he's been through the trial yet. And I know he's got good hands. Yeah, he's never really been a guy who's been known for separation. Yeah, yeah, and and that's uh, you know, and that's why I say like, and that was my uh, that's my only thing with him because I know in practice like you said it's not as physical and the quarterback also know that the comfortability level of I'm not I don't have to worry about getting sacked I have a little bit more time to throw the ball so Prochet you know those routes that that you know that time you have in a game where it's like two seconds at practice you have more than two seconds to get the ball to the receiver and maybe it, 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 it's a mixture of Tyler Huntley not being comfortable like with pressures or uh, James Prochet is not getting open fast enough it could be a mixture of either one of those two things for me yeah good good point I, I yeah. mean, you know one of the things that's impressive about ravens practices here is they've got the two new guys for the passing game t martin who's the next quarterback yes and if you watch them practice he really focuses on the wide receiver release from the line of scrimmage yes and, and then they have keith I always want to say Washington, but it's Keith Williams, <laughs> uh, who is at the top of the route. And he's very much in the receiver's face about sticking their foot in the ground and making their cuts properly, which is something, by the way, I think it's been a really been a problem for Ravens receivers in the past decade. Yes. Yeah, yeah. For me, um, and I had the uh, pleasure of going to uh, two practices. I went to the one at the stadium, and I also went to one of the practice at the facility, at the Under Armour facility. And that was something that I noticed a lot um, that, you know, Coach Keith Williams and uh, Coach T. Martin, they were, you know, on the receivers, like, with everything. Uh, top of the route, how you get in and out of your breaks, um, Every time a receiver ran a route, if it wasn't Coach T. Martin or Coach Keith Williams, they were right there, like having a conversation, like right after the route. Like you know, I, I of course I don't know what he were, what they were saying, but you know, it was it's just that they they that um that need for perfection is what it's <laughs> that's the word. Yeah, it's the need for perfection. Like they, it, it's just they they are. That's all they want to see is perfection. They're just going to be on you until because they feel like they can get anybody open they can create you they can help you and create you into uh, a wide receiver that can create separation no matter if you run a four nine four six four seven you know or you're the fastest guy on the field they feel like they can get uh, you know turn you into a wide receiver that can create separation so you you grow to appreciate things like that for sure yeah it was, it yeah. was uh it was good to see watching those guys you really get a good feeling about the receiving core being in better hands and yeah, yeah they've, they've had some really strange guys over the years <laughs> yeah. wide receivers mike nolan the defensive coordinator coached wide receivers for a year wow uh, it's, 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 i didn't even <laughs> i didn't even know that 2001 okay I, that's why i didn't know because i was <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh it, it, Let's see. Let's go through this one more time here. Who do you mm-hmm. expect to make the roster? Are you saying all all six and not Boykin? 
So for me, um, you kind of you kind of got me there with the Bateman injury thing. So it kind of made me think about who would be that true X receiver if Bateman isn't there. You know, so it's like now I'm just like I don't know. You know what they'll do with uh, with Boinkin, but then it's like if they do keep Boinkin, who do they cut when when when? I mean, if they keep Boinkin, who do they cut when Bateman comes back from IR? So it's like, for me, that's why I was leaning towards Bateman being cut because I don't see them cutting Prochet. I really don't. I don't see them cutting Tylen Wallace for sure because you don't cut a fourth-round pick. That's just, I don't think that that, yeah, that won't happen for sure. Um, Then, of course, you have Hollywood and Watkins. So, and Duvernay. So, yeah. So, you know, maybe maybe as a as a response to that, what I'd say is it's a nasty thing about the NFL that injuries seem to always sort out your problems. And yeah. if they if they start some guys on IR and somebody's back and ready, it'll be sorted out by injury. Unfortunately, somebody yeah. else will hurt. And the nice thing about IR this year is it's it's continuous rolling. You can put people on three three weeks at a time. So whoever's a little bit oh bad, okay get them on IR oh okay get. Here's the thing: they got to get them to the roster. They can't IR them before the before the roster is set. Right, it's season-ending IR. Right, yeah, they have to be on the roster first. Yeah, someone cleared that up for me. Uh, you know, two days ago, I think it was uh, Engraven. Engraven, he okay. cleared that up for me about IR. Yeah. yeah, he's a sharp guy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. The other thing is, give me give me your one and two at each of X, Y, and Z right now for the Ravens as you see it playing out this year. So one and two in each X, Y. So Y, starting Y, I'm going to go, well, even, are we counting Bateman in that mix or no? Uh, I'll let you do it how you want. Let's assume all of them are healthy. What's your okay. one and two at each? Okay, so for me, I'll go Bateman at X. Uh, Hollywood at the Z and Y, I will go with Sammy Watkins. And then behind Sammy, um, I think I'm going to go Duvernay first. And then behind Hollywood, I might have to go with Tylen Wallace. And behind Bateman, it'll probably be Miles Boykin. Okay. Yeah. Takes care of everybody. And and the only guy that gets left out is Prochet. It's Prochet. Du- Duvernay is a, is is has a bigger role in this offense in terms of a lot of gadget plays he runs. So maybe he and that's, gets left out. And, and 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 that's and that's why and that's what I was going to say. Um, it's like a wide receiver four A four B thing with them guy with him and Prochet uh, with Duvernay and Prochet because it's like they are they are two different styles. They're both slot guys, but it's completely two different styles. One is a gadget guy. Uh, he's more of an explosive uh, runner. Um, and also, he's used on special teams. I believe that he's going to be used at like kick return. So it might, you know, decrease his role on the offense just a tad for like, you know, certain plays just because he's used on, yeah, on kick return. Yeah. All right. Jamil, absolute pleasure here to talk for 20 minutes about football with you. Hope yeah. you can come on again sometime. This is great. Uh, tell people where they can find you for if they want to talk football with you. Yes, if you want to talk football with me, you can find me on Twitter at Jamil7 underscore. Jamil7 underscore. I am, you know, part of Ravens Elite. Um, I do have a podcast called Ravens Elite Podcast. You can find me on Spotify. You can find my podcast on Anchor as well. Um, so, yeah, that's where you can find me. Me and, um, and my bro, my brother, he, my, he also do the podcast with me. His name is Knox. You can find us both on uh, Ravens Elite Podcast. Yes, for sure. 
All right, folks, make sure you give that a shot. Uh, other folks out there, if you're hearing a, sh a film study short and you want to be on one, just give me a, a, a tap or a nudge on Twitter, a uh, direct mm -hmm. message, and I'll be sure to respond. And uh, these, these get... Uh, decided on very quickly and recorded fairly quickly. So Jamil yes. and I just touched base, what, about a week ago or so? And, yep. And we're on already. Yep. So uh, that's the kind of turnaround we're looking for. Jamil, thanks again for coming on. I appreciate the opportunity, man. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next time on Film Study. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get everything for your next roofing project at Menards. Your roof is the first line of defense against the elements. Owens Corning Shingles are designed to offer long-lasting performance while providing ultimate protection. They have a limited lifetime warranty and up to a 130-mile-per-hour wind warranty. Choose from over 40 options designed to protect your home for years to come. Save big on Shingles at Menards. And don't forget to check out our weekly ad on Menards.com. Save big.